So I'm talking with Cindy, Cynthia Skawinski with Walt Disney World. Cynthia, tell me about your presentation, what you're talking on, and why it's important. Mark Hannigan and I are presenting together on UML artifacts. UML artifacts are the visual representation of process flows when you are creating software. So the developers usually come up with the UML artifacts and uh, they draw it out as a process flow. And from there, you can even take these diagrams that the developers are using to create the software and create your documentation at the same time. It isn't exactly a complete piece, but it will give you a great basis for your entire uh, user guide and even your help files. So these are these are represented in with Visio or other tools, and they describe the process that developers are using to describe the product. Uh, usually, well, you can use Visio. There are other software out there like Rational Rows that are designed specifically to create software development uh, UML artifacts. And you'll start with a use case model, which will have a little person, your actor, and then the activities that the software is supposed to allow the actor to do. For example, if your software is a hotel booking system, you'll have an actor and then the use case model will also show the activities such as booking a reservation, searching for a reservation, editing a reservation, etc. And then those activities are blown out into activity diagrams. The activity diagrams tell you the specific steps that the actor will have to do to complete the process. So when you're looking at an activity diagram for searching for a reservation, you're going to see steps like click on the search button, enter your search criteria, etc. So all of this is drawn out into the diagrams before the software is developed to help the software developers figure out how they're going to develop the piece. And you can see right there how useful it can be for a tech writer to take that content and outline their user documentation. Wow, okay, this sounds pretty useful. Now, in, in my company, a lot of times they just have a requirements document or a functional document that describes what it does. You're saying this is a way of, of representing it visually. Now, it does, isn't that a lot of work for the developers or for the technical staff? That's a good point. Uh, requirements are a part of your activity diagrams, uh, or the activity diagrams and the requirements are part of each use case. So you'll have requirements that go along with your search for a reservation activity diagram. And it's true that not all software developers actually develop the UML artifacts, uh, but if they do, it will help their process uh, when they're developing, as well as the tech writer. Uh I can't remember if you mentioned this, but what does a UML stand for? Unified Modeling Language. So let's say that somebody wants to start start creating these. How do they how do they begin? What are the first steps? Is there a book they should reference, a site they should go to, a tool they should learn? Uh, UML actually does have a main site. If you search for Unified Modeling Language, there is like a whole community based on this theory. And uh, when you first start creating UML artifacts, you have to gather the requirements. So first step is probably something that your software team is already doing, writing up the requirements. And from there, you can develop the diagrams. So now who exactly develops the diagrams? These are the developers themselves, the business analysts, or the technical communicators? Uh, the business analysts should be the ones creating the UML artifacts. However, with our skills as technical communicators, we have the capability of creating diagrams as long as you have a basic knowledge of Visio or a similar program. 
But now if, if the technical communicator is the one creating the diagrams, then, then, uh, um, then would you also use that diagram to create the documentation? It seems like then you're doing double work. But if somebody has already created these things, then it would be a great help for, the, for their manual, right? Yes, if the business analyst is separate from your technical writer, uh, then the business analyst would generally create the diagrams, and then the tech writer could take that and turn it into documentation. Although there is a trend going on in the software development world where business analysts and technical writers are kind of merging roles, which means you could be writing your requirements, writing your UML diagrams uh, and artifacts, and writing the documentation all as the same person. We've heard a lot at this conference about how technical writers need to break out of this little confined box of just being a writer. Um, do you think that uh, tech technical writers are capable of being business analysts? And if so, how do they become business analysts if they're pigeonholed as a technical writer? Uh, the challenge with becoming a business analyst, a lot of it is pay grade. <laughs> I know the company that I work for had issues with that for a long time before they finally decided it's easier to, since tech writers have to analyze the software development process when they're looking at a piece of software anyway, they're already doing business analyst work. And there isn't really a point to having the two separate teams, the business analysts and the technical writers, when the tech writers are already doing business analyst work. Now, the trick is some companies will want to also have the business analysts do the technical writing. And as we know, not all um, developers are the best writers. So... <laughs> There's some training involved either way um, if you're transferring from tech writing to business analyst or business analyst to a tech writer. What's your title, your job title? My job title currently is technical writer, and I'm doing a lot of instructional design work. All right, Cindy, thanks for talking to me today. Thank you very much.